Ron and Anian. Dashboard warning indicators are there for a reason. And that reason is generally to keep you safe, keep you on the road, and keep the car reliable so it can do what it needs to do. Thank God for American cars. Every little thing you do. The Car Doctor. It's important to keep a check engine light off. It's important to keep a vehicle in proper working order. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, The Car Doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Hey, it's time to start your engines. Hello and welcome. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor here at 855-560-9900. Here to take your calls and answer your questions. If you've got a problem with your car, if your mechanic's giving you a tough time this week, if your customer's giving you a tough time this week and you want to talk about it, we're going to do mechanic therapy today if we need to, as we always do each and every week. Um, I'm here to help sort of sort it out and uh, come to a positive conclusion because it's all about fixing the car in the end. Had a... Um, a little bit of sad news this week, and I was going to do a different kind of opening, and I just was reflecting on it, but uh, a, very, a, a, a very early friend in the days of radio, Ken Dolan, passed away this week, um, part of the great uh, financial team, the Dolans, Ken and Daria Dolan, and Tom and I, before the show today, I said, you know, Tom, I've got a video of when Ken and I and Daria were together on air when they did a show on CNN Financial, and we were talking about cars, and I went and I found the clip, and I was just looking at it before we went on air today, and, and it's, it's, it's a very strange feeling because in watching the clip, which is, I think, about 18 years old, maybe maybe 16, so I'll, somewhere in that time frame, all the things I said then are, are, are true today. It hasn't changed in the sense that we were talking about finding a good mechanic, and I said, you know, maybe this is a... A, a timely topic. It seems like it's still a timely topic. Finding a good mechanic. It has not changed. And I think some of the things I said then, I think all of the things I said then are still true today. The industry has not cleaned itself up. And I have to, I'm going to have to think about why. One of the comments I made in the video it was a conversation Kenneth asked me. He said, Ron, so I'm looking for a good mechanic. What are some of the things and the ways that I go about doing that? And I, and I really believe this to, to, to today to be true in that mechanics are very prideful the good ones are the ones that are no nonsense and maybe we've got an ego and maybe we need to maybe you need to have an ego to fix cars you know it's um it's not an easy job it's 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 something that takes uh it goes beyond just the paycheck it goes beyond hey can you solve that problem and there's a bit of pride in that and there's a bit of ego in that and i think i think there has to be something that inside the person that says hey i can fix anything you throw at me or at least give it a good shot. And I said to Ken, I said, you know, Ken, one of the things I think consumers need to think about in going to find a good mechanic is what kind of tools do they have? Hey, I've, you know, I own, I own a Volvo. Can you work on a Volvo? Do you have the tooling for a Volvo? The internal combustion engine hasn't changed between the Volvo and the Chevy, but the ways that that vehicle comes to market and the way that vehicle goes about dealing with emission controls and electronics and everything else that makes that vehicle what it is, that's unique. Do you have the tools for a Volvo? You know, just because, and I said this in talking to them on their television show, just because you've got an ASE patch and your L1 and your Master Tech and you've got all the certifications, you may not have a scan tool that can talk to that car. And that's going to make working on that car, in, in some cases impossible, in most cases difficult, because at some point that car is going to need some electronic care. You're going to have to have some electronic technology to get into that car and, and, and deal with some of the issues. And it could be something very simple. It could be something as simple as just doing an oil change and doing an oil light reset or a tire pressure monitor reset. And that's important. So if you're looking for a repair shop, ask the mechanic, hey, can I see your tools? Can I take a tour of the shop? Most mechanics will do that. Most mechanics are eager to have you do that. It's like I said, a source of pride. It just, um, it's just, it's fun for them and it's fun for you. You know, hey, here's where I'm going to be working on your car and here's what we're going to be doing. One of the other things I I mentioned to Ken was I said, you know, it's cleanliness. It was cleanliness then. It's cleanliness now. How clean is the shop? And I doesn't have to. Well, maybe it does have to be hospital clean. Maybe it does have to be, you know, 
sparkling white. But in reality, it's really got to be so that when you walk in the door, your feet don't stick to the floor. You're not tripping over things. And there's, you know, it's general care and concern. And I've always said this, the waiting room, if there is a waiting room, and hopefully there is, and I'm not saying you need one, but it's nice to have, the waiting room or that first impression, the outside of the shop, whatever that first piece of eye candy is that that, that hits the eye of the consumer, that's probably what you're getting on the inside. All right? It's, you know, it's a funny thing. I'll walk into the shop Monday morning and I'll look down on the ground, opening up the gate and a piece of garbage blew on the property from somebody else over the weekend, and I'll have to pick that up. That'll bother me all day. It could be a little cigarette butt. It could be a piece. And I guess that's just the way I am. And someone once said to me, you know, that's a reflection on what goes on inside the shop. And I never forgot that, and it's the truth. The outside is what the inside looks like generally or should or could. Does that make mechanics honest? No, because that was the last thing Ken asked me. He said, how do you tell, you know, you've got an honest mechanic? And I said, Ken... You know, a, a lot of it is guesswork, but a lot of it is also general feel, and a lot of it's about the relationship. And, you know, what sort of relationship do you have with the mechanic, and what kind of relationship are you allowing the mechanic to build? You know, people are people are interesting. You, you, you give them a minute to, to, to do the right thing or what you think is the right thing, and you've got to give them that, that opportunity to take that minute. And you've got to, you know, what can they do and will they do it? And... You know, I said it then with Ken and Daria Dolan 16 years ago, and I'm saying it today. You know, it only takes a second to do the right thing. And it it, it really is, you know, what auto mechanics are about. You know, we keep America rolling, and that's a very important part of the puzzle uh, when it comes to the economy, when it comes to the country, when it comes to the fabric of, of, of what America is about. But... Um, a tip of the hat today, and, uh, you know, rest in peace, buddy. Ken Dolan, uh, gone this week. Um, yes, sir. That was nice what you said about Ken Dolan. But you know what? Um, Tom and I were looking at the video that you were talking about. Yeah. yeah. You know what the good thing is? You know what the bad thing is? What? You have not changed a bit. Well. You're yeah. still just as ugly as you were in the video. Well, I was just, I'm just old. You know, that was 20 years ago, and I'm still just as old. Yeah, your hair changed a different color. Your hair and your mustache changed yeah, a different know, color. Well, I can tell you where the gray came from. Well, you know, you, you, you know, it's very interesting what they can do with makeup and TV these days, Tony. You, you yes. Know, well, yes. well, but I can tell you where the gray came from. The, where did it come from? Well, it either came from having to look at YouTube for the past six years. Okay. Touche. All right. Or it, it came from, uh, on a more serious note, the gray probably came from when the kid went overseas. Okay. You know, and I, I always, you know, people say, well, you got a little gray. And I go, yeah, you see this spot here? They go, yeah, what's that? I go, that's Bagram Airfield, you know, 2017, they go, 2015. They're like, yeah, okay, I get it. So, but, um, you know, yeah, the, imagine that boy, Ken Dolan, gone, gone at a very young age. Uh, rest in peace, buddy. But um, you know what? A lot of the things then, they're still true today. Looking for a good mechanic. It's almost like you have to interview each other, and um, you know, is it a good fit? And uh, that's a that's a big part of the puzzle. That's a big part of the puzzle. It's and it's not always. Listen, I have people that come into me today, and I can just tell we're not a good fit. We're just, you know, and I'm I'm get, I, I will say this: I'm getting more crotchety in my old age because it's uh, you, you know, you just you just don't want to put up with nonsense anymore. It's like, listen, this is the way I've been doing it. This is what works. Trust me, I know what it's going to take to fix the car. Let's do this my way. Um, so, but anyway, let's, uh, let's leave it there. Hey, if you need more information about this radio show, it's cardoctorshow.com. If you're looking for me during the week, it's Ron at Car Doctor Show. We also have podcasting at uh, cardoctorshow.com. We've got a couple of new affiliates. We're down in Delaware now. We're up in uh, the middle of Massachusetts. Uh, we've got a couple up in New Hampshire. We've got one in Maine where, um, I understand we've got a couple on the West Coast. So, um, you know, we're, uh, we're starting to, uh, I don't know. We're we're building a movement. It's the Car Doctor movement. So pretty soon everybody will be uh, opening up Car Doctor auto repair shops. Oh wait, that's already been done. That's a whole other conversation. What have I done for this industry? So um, and I shouldn't say it like that, but uh, it's interesting to note. Anyway, eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero. Let's pull over, take a pause. When we come back, we're going to kick the garage doors wide open. Stay tuned. Ron and Nanny and the Car Doctors brought to you in part by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Remember how well your brakes used to work? If it's taking longer to stop, visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for the Spring Brake Deals event. 
Take advantage of O'Reilly's Do It Right rebate and get a $20 O'Reilly gift card by mail when you buy a set of BrakeBest Select pads and a pair of rotors. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. As winter comes to an end and spring begins, the Car Care Council reminds you that April is National Car Care Month. Time to get your vehicle ready for spring driving and great summer road trips. Here are a few things you should consider. April showers can bring hazardous driving conditions with slick, wet roads. It's really a great time to make sure your brakes, tires, and windshield wipers are ready for the rain. Talking specifically about your brakes, how can you tell if something's wrong? Well, there are a number of signs. If your brakes are spongy or squealing, or if you can't stop without pumping, that's a problem. Other indicators include your car pulling to one side when stopping, your brake pedal sitting lower than normal, and your brakes requiring excessive pressure or grabbing with the least amount of pressure. Any of these symptoms means you likely need your brakes serviced. For more great tips, videos, and recommended service schedules, visit carcare.org. While you're there, order a free copy of the Car Care Guide for your glove box. That's carcare.org. Motorrad, a longtime OE supplier, is the leader in automotive thermostats and fuel, oil, and coolant caps. Motorrad's state-of-the-art quality control and functional testing systems ensure high-quality, long-lasting products. As cooling system experts, Motorrad delivers world-class product development, providing all the parts and accessories needed to do the job right the first time, every time. Motorrad offers the best coverage of thermostats and closure caps in the world for virtually any vehicle and engine on or off the road. Motorrad, leading the way in coverage and service. Wix has the perfect filter for how Kenneth Franklin Stankowitz drives if Ken drives like a devout follower of the rules with a simple 3.4 mile commute. Wix has no problem. Whether you have a normal everyday drive or an extreme drive or anything in between, we have the filter that will protect your vehicle. Now when it comes to your stream art collection you'll have to deal with that yourself wix filters will get you there go to wixfilters.com to find the distributor near you more car advice done right when ron and anian returns right after this (laughs) juice mom juice 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 mommy why are we going to the store Mom, I want Your child will have different needs at different stages of life, and that includes the car seat. That's right, the car seat. A car seat isn't one size fits all. You have to have the right seat based on your child's age, weight, and height. See, car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. But there's a website that gives you all the information you need. Safercar.gov slash the right seat. You'll find out about types of seats, when to have a seat rear-facing, when to switch it to forward-facing, when it's time for a booster seat, and when it's time for your child to ride in the back seat with a seatbelt. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. That's safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. (laughs) Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. (laughs) Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Ronanini and the Car Doctor, 855-560-9900. Let's go over and talk to Micah up in Maine, 15 Subaru. Micah, welcome to the Car Doctor, sir. How can I help? Well, Ron, I got a question for you, and I know you'll be able to answer this easily. I wish my dealership could do it as easily as you can. Okay. I've got a 2015 Subaru, 
and it's due. It's three years old. It's going to do for its three years service uh, in May. And I went in to talk to them about it, and I said, "Look, I got a low mileage on this vehicle. It's only got 21,000 miles on it right now, but it's three years old. Now I have a prepaid service plan, which goes by mileage. Unfortunately, it doesn't really talk about years." So I said, so what should we do? He says, well, you only got 20,000 miles, so we should be doing this. And I said, but it's three years old. Right. So I guess the question is, what should I be doing at three years that I can tell them we've got to add this in, we've got to do this, we've got to do that, that needs to be done by time versus years? And a lot of people aren't putting as many miles on the car as they once did. So I think this is an important service thing that everybody needs to understand. And while my dealership does good work, when you tell them what to do, they don't often know what's supposed to be done. You know, Micah, it's a great question. I remember the first year I had done the engine in the hot rod, it sat that first winter. And, you know, here was something, you know, it was a small block Chevy I put in a 55 Chevrolet and, uh, you know, no, no expense spared kind of a thing. You know, the midlife crisis, let's build a hot rod motor, make 500 horsepower, go out and play on the street kind of thing. And I remember that first winter, I wanted to take the valve covers off. I had a, it, it, for whatever reason, new doesn't mean good, right? The the driver's side valve cover had developed uh, a valve cover gasket leak, so I had to change the gasket and go in and look at it and so forth. Now here's a here's a motor that had, I don't think it had, twelve hundred miles on it that first season, and it was it was you know just factory fresh. My gosh and pulled the valve cover off and you know there was there was oil up top in the in the rocker area this was after it had sat for two months um this was midwinter and i'll never forget there was just water in the top of the valve cover in the in the top of the head you know condensation had formed from sitting uh time time had you know worked its way in there and it was it was creating a moisture issue and you know i i know time is an issue that i don't know we don't seem to think about it but that just sort of stuck with me um, I've always said time, you know, counts towards auto repair in, in terms of what you do. But, you know, that one just sort of hit home because here was, and I, you know, here's here's course. my baby all with, with moisture issues. Um, so I think the dealer's got to look at, at time as a real big factor, um, especially up in Maine. It's cold. It's it's winter. It's bad weather. It sits. Um, I, would, I would be thinking about any and all possible fluids. I would probably think about. Uh, driveline fluids at this stage of the game. It's early, but you know, moisture and condensation are getting in there. That's it's probably out in all sorts of crummy, snowy weather, right? That's Subaru's thing. That's it, and and it, it's not garage, unfortunately. Right. So, uh, so we're talking about transmission fluid change. Yeah, now that's probably got a CVT in it, and they're gonna yes. they're gonna argue that point from now till the cows come home. Um, I have a customer with a CVT, and if, if Herb's listening, he knows who he is, and we're going to put a trans in that in the next week or so. I have to get it scheduled into the shop. We're so busy this next couple of weeks. But um, uh, at 100 and whatever he's got, something thousand miles on it, his CVT is failing. And, you know, here's a, you know, we never need to service the fluid. It's a CVT. Well, I'm starting to rethink that. You know what? How about if we service it every couple of years, every so many miles, and let's see what sort of a result happens. Um, you know, normally I'm I'm starting to think about CVTs every 30, because you know the nice thing about auto repair is it's a it's a change on the fly sort of thing. You you, you can adapt to real world, but you know maybe at 21,000 miles you want to change it once just to see look at coloration of the fluid, and you know looking for signs of contamination and and, and what's going to come out and how's it going to look and uh, you know. The hard part with service plans, and you know, the dealers are up against it, and I, I give them a lot of, of credit. You know, they're trying to sell you a car that doesn't need maintenance because that's what the marketing department says. Because we don't want to tell people that it requires service, otherwise they won't come back and buy another one. Um, you know, the, the questions you're asking, Micah, you're in the minority today. Most people are asking, "Hey, what's the least I can do? Drive it half a million miles? I don't want to spend any money on it. It's only a car." And, you know, that's the highways are littered on the side of the roads. People are stuck. Thousands of ideas of it's only a car and how important could it be. Um, so I would be thinking about driveline fluids. I would be thinking about trans fluid. I would definitely do a brake fluid flush. Absolutely, positively, don't care what the fluid looks like. Uh, it's three years old. You know, they say every two to three years brake fluid absorbs. It's absorbed enough moisture at this point. And it now would be a good time. When they open up the bleeders on the brake fluid, on the calipers, I would take the bleeders all the way out. I'd put a dab of grease on it, put it back together, make sure we don't over-tighten them so they'll come out again in another two years. 
Um, I would be thinking about doing a rubber suspension lube, um, either either WD-40 or some other uh, spray-on lubricant, something with maybe a little bit of silicon in it to just sort of soften up all the rubber bushings and um, you know help keep things supple and soft because it is it's like you said three years old. It's time. Um, you know, obviously rubber becomes an issue. You know, years ago in Japan, any car that had rubber on it, I think I believe it was mandated by law every two to three years, every piece of rubber was changed on the vehicle, which is why, and I think this goes back to the 90s um, when they were doing this, that they required rubber components to be changed because they felt that the rubber was breaking down and causing issues, and it created a lot of turnover of vehicles uh, in Japan. And um, I don't know if it's still done today, but I always thought about that too. Time. They were smart enough to recognize time. You know, when the dealer says, hey, Micah, there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's only gone 21,000 miles. Ask the guy, listen, if you sat in a chair three years ago and, and, you know, you just sat there, you've still aged three years. You don't feel as good today as you did three years ago because you've gotten older. Same thing with the car. you got to kind of try and restore youth back to it. And um, I get very critical about fluids. I get very critical about rubber components. And, you know, just, just the idea also would be a good idea, 21,000 miles. I'd go through all the driveline bolts. Things have had a uh, chance to settle and sit and make sure everything is tight and, you know, torque things to spec. Uh, you know, it, 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 it helps to keep that factory new sound, smell, and feel factory new, if you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. I want to keep the car a long time. The yep. old Murano I had for 13 years and still would have, except for a rust situation I couldn't do anything about. Yep. So. So Here yeah, we are. No, I get it, but there you are. But that's what I'd be, you know, I think a little outside the box, and part of the trap that you're in is you bought a service plan, so they're not going to service it until it gets the mileage on it. And, you know, that's, I've always said that the service plans really need to look at time and or mileage, but, you know, it's not about that. It's about, it's always about the nickel, but you know that, Micah. I know you know that. Absolutely, and that's why, you know, I sometimes I go on the service plan, and as you know, sometimes I don't. Yep. So, so it's a question yeah. of where I am at the right time. Yep, I get it. I get it. So, All right, kiddo. Okay. Hey, listen. Thank oh, you, Ron. Have always a, great a pleasure. Day. You too. You too. Always a pleasure to hear from you, Micah. Yeah, it's, you know, um, time is time is the element we're all battling, whether it be with the car, whether it be with us as, pre- as people, as persons. And, um, you know, time is the – let's see, how did that expression go? Ken Wasmer in high school wrote it under his yearbook picture. Time is the coin of life. Be careful lest you let others spend it for you. I always think about it. You know, it's like, where, where do I want to spend my nickel on this car, and how do I want to do it today? And um, it ultimately comes back to that. Hey, when we come back, we're going to go back to Maine again and talk to Ralph about an 83 Camaro and some fuel injection questions. But um, let's, uh, I guess we're getting ready to pull over because I hear the music, and Tony's got his finger on the button. He's going to cut me off in a minute, so I'm going to sit here and tell you that uh, I'm Ron Annie and the Car Doctor, 855-560-9900. Tony, Tom, and I will all be back right after this. Don't go away. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood or an earthquake is destroying buildings. When a tornado is tearing through town or a hurricane strikes. Or is the best time perhaps today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... 
could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Oh, what? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Hey everybody, this is Josh Groban. After so many years on the stage, one of my favorite things about music is its ability to inspire and nourish the soul. That's why I'm proud to work with Feeding America, an organization that inspires hope for families in need and helps nourish the 16 million kids in this country struggling with hunger. Every year, billions of pounds of excess food go to waste, while one in five children may be left not knowing where their next meal is coming from, or if it's even coming at all. Thankfully, the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food and helps deliver it to kids in need across the country. But they can't do it alone. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. So you don't forget to call for car advice done right. 855-560-9900. Now back to Ron. By the way, next hour, I'm going to talk about the 06 Honda Civic that came into the shop this week. And it's sort of a monument to the stupidity of engineering that they designed the serpentine belt tensioner. You know, the serp belt that that, that drives everything, the, the AC, the alternator. Honda engineers decided that they would put a steel bolt through the tensioner and that steel bolt went into the engine block, which was aluminum. And when it shears off, oh boy, all the fun you have trying to get that apart. And uh, we're going to talk about that. That was actually a recall four years ago, um, or a campaign. I don't know if it ever made it to recall level, but uh, I'll talk about that next hour. That's just something you need to know if you're driving one of those cars to uh, be aware of it. And uh, some of the neat ways we, we came up with to uh, get the stud out of the block. But anyway, let's go and talk to Ralph up in Maine, 83 Camaro, and some questions about fuel injection. Ralph, you've been very patient, sir. Thank you. What can I do for you and your Camaro today? No problem. I have an 83 Camaro, okay. uh, all original, right. 305, carbureted. Right. Thinking about changing it over a fuel injection. Problem is, is I can't find anybody around up here to work on carburetors. Yeah, that's, you know, it's it's sad. <laughs> it, it's just, you know. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of the things I make sure I teach Danny all the time is we'll, um, I'll take something old and I'll throw it on the bench and I'll say, take that apart and tell me what it is. Um, and, you know, when I, when I, when I, the reason I do that is Danny's 28 or 29. He's been with me seven years now. And I want to make sure when I retire in 20 or 30 years that he knows everything. Um, because you got to know about carburetors, man. They're just, they're just important. It's just, it's, you know, there's so much in a carburetor um, in terms of today's cars and just common sense and being able to deal with it and, yeah, I get it. Right. Um, it's it's a problem. And that, in 83, that was a feedback carburetor, so that was even more difficult to work on. Right, um, right. You know. It's a OBD-1. OBD right, OBD-1, and it was a, yeah. it was an, that was a, if that's a four-barrel, that's an E4MC. E4MC? Yep. Yeah. Correct. E4MC. How's that? Correct. That's, 
Yeah, I was first in line <laughs> at GM class that day. That uh, um, you know that uh, I, I, listen. If you move to New Jersey, I know where the tools are. I have the tools to work on that carburetor. <laughs> there was a there was a little you had to buy this little plastic package of of uh, float level gauges and um, yep. the, the little D shaped tool to adjust the, um, yep. the the high and low stops inside the carb. And oh yeah, that was thank God they're gone. Anyway, um, fuel so injection, your- huh? Yeah, so what is your opinion about the aftermarket fuel injections? I like them. I've got to tell you, Ralph, I, I, I think they work well. Uh, you okay. know, I think there's some electronics you got to deal with, and I don't think it right. matters whether you're dealing with Edelbrock or the – is Edelbrock and Holly the same now? Um, I, I think they're too. Think I think they're too. Are they? There's because there's there's two distinct kits. I remember seeing. There's there's maybe Edelbrock and Holly are two separate. That's the ones I'm seeing. Uh, the shop across the way from us uses it all the time, and uh-huh. I've always seen some great results. What they're doing. We've had a couple of their cars roll through us for some other things, and they run well. And they're infinitely adjustable. The only downside is, and I'm just going to be a pain in the neck about it, is that the car is no longer original. And Correct. you know, and then that's that, and it's a totally different kind of experience. But you gotta, right. you know, what are we looking to do? You know, it's if you want to take the car out and drive it more, and it needs a carburetor, you're just tired of you know the bogs and the you know finding the guy to adjust right. a choke or know what a choke is, and <laughs> you know, and all that stuff. Um, the only other thing you could try, and I haven't talked to Jeff Drebus, I think was his last name in a, in a million years. Uh, he was down. Down in the Carolinas, North Carolina, I'm going to say. And Drebus, D-R-E-I-B-U-S. And his, his, his uh, claim to fame was he was the carb doctor. All right? And I remember back in the day we would send carburetors to Jeff. And it's probably been 15 years since I've really talked to him. I don't even know if he's still doing it. He might be retired. But you could mail Jeff a carburetor, and it would come back in two weeks, all plated and polished and cleaned up and you know he was the real deal uh but it's been it's been quite some time does he do mixture control solenoid carburetor you know i think so it's worth a shot if you could find them um i probably got his phone number kicking around the shop somewhere if you can't find any contact info if you send me an email ron at cardoctorshow.com i'll be glad to uh dig it up for you and uh and 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 send it to you but in in the meantime um yeah it's hard and and the other issue with carburetors is if you need parts for that, oh boy, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, G- Jesus might show up before you find another replacement carburetor for that car. <laughs> um, well, I have a I have a GM connection, but you know, parts are especially that year are hard to come by. Right? You know? Yeah, they really are. Um, so. If you have a GM connection, now's the time to exercise it. I've I've been spending the last two weeks. I found, I, you know, I don't know if I'm exercising a, a hole in the system, but I found a way because I'm an AC Delco service shop, I can order from AC Delco and even parts that are not listed as being at the distribution center level, I can get by ordering through the warehouse. It just takes a couple of days to show up. So I'm, stock, yep. I'm stockpiling parts for the 72 Monte Carlo. Drums, rotors, yep. ignition switches, headlight switches. Uh, you know, if it says Delco on it, I want it. I just ordered all front end for it. I ordered, you know, th- these are the things that are going to wear out in five years from now. You're not going to be able to find right. any of it. And, uh, you know, same thing for you. An 83 Camaro right. is always going to be a desirable car. Um, the, the worst that happens is five years from now you want to sell the car. You could sell all those parts through the power of the Internet and eBay and probably, you know, make right. a profit at that point. Um, right, but right. but parts are an issue. Getting parts is definitely a problem. Right. So. No. Yeah. No. I hear you. So. All right, sir. All right. Thank uh, you so much. You're very welcome. Good luck to you. And uh, um, let me. Hey, 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 Ralph. Are you still there? Yes. Um, just yes, out of I'm curiosity, sorry. what's what is wrong with the carburetor? I should ask that question, huh? Um. It. I get a backfire out of it. Actually, the one that's on it is a new rebuilt that I bought. Right. But it still doesn't seem to run right. Now, right. somebody, uh, I took it to one fellow and he said, well, maybe, you know, it, it's a timing issue. But, you know, so I, I've done all that. But it's it, it just not, I don't know, it's just not running the way I normally would, ha- would have it. So, I mean, I just basically, you know, supposedly the carburetor that I bought, it came from down south. It was a remanufactured carburetor. Right. It was like a plug and play. Okay, but I don't think it is, <laughs> and I don't. I don't dare make the adjustments on it, you know. And like I said, it's just hard hard to find somebody that's able to do that, you know. You, my local guy, he's a younger younger fellow, good mechanic, but 
I talk, talk about carburetor. He doesn't want to touch it. Well, what makes you think it's carburetor related? It's a, it's a backfire on acceleration? Yeah, it's uh so it's backfire, like a, yeah, backfire. So it's a yep. lean, it's a lean backfire. Right. All right. So, you know, I, I mean the other way to go about it is, you know, what if you get a non feedback carburetor, something that ran a little richer and just uh, changed the metering rods around just to, you know, part of this is experimentation. I mean, I guess you could right. do all this with, I guess you could do all this with the injectors, with, with, with an injection unit too. You could dial right. it in from the seat and that's the beauty right. of it. Uh, but, you know, if you want to keep it original, just, um, you know, that's the other beauty about eBay is go find a carburetor non-mechanical. So an 80 would be a, non, uh, a non-feedback carburetor. And uh, it would give you the ability to play with the metering rods and do some more serious adjustments. Um, How how about just an aftermarket carburetor in itself? Yeah. Like an L-Brock. Yeah, you could try that too, sure. I mean, you know, sometimes, and we were talking about this last night at the shop. We were closing down, and my friend Tim stopped by. Tim's working on a, Tim's the shop foreman for the local Nissan dealer, but he's, um, right now he's doing an alignment on a 68 427 Tri-Power Vet for for a friend of the owner and um we were talking about what it takes to you know maintain classic cars and and uh, you know tim says what do you charge for something like that and i said whatever it took you know because it's 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 not like an everyday car anymore and sometimes you're going to spend hundreds of dollars and 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 hours and hours to research something just to come to a conclusion that 25 years ago when the car was in its heyday could be solved in 10 minutes and you know that's sort of your situation too uh, you know, it's it's how deep is your pocket, and how much do you want to spend, and where do you want to end right. up, and that's that's right. really what you need to do. Do you want the original look of the car? Buy another carburetor and see if you know running something with a different carb, running a little richer, running a little fatter, solves the problem. Because if it doesn't, right. the engine's got a mechanical or an ignition issue that is is disguising itself and making it look like a carburetor problem, um, and it's not. So. You know, always think always think about that distributor cap, cross-firing in the cap, moisture, especially if the car is sitting a lot. Uh, what do the contacts okay. inside the cap look like? Where are the spark plug wires? What do they look like? Are they talking to each other? Are they decent wires, decent plugs, things like that? There's a lot to, a lot to do to diagnose that. All right, sir? That's where I'll start then. Thank okay. you so much. You're very welcome. You take good care. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor here, 855-560-9900. We're back right after this. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor is brought to you in part by Optima Batteries. Optima Batteries are up to 15 times more vibration resistant than traditional flooded batteries. Optima Batteries, the ultimate power source. Learn more at OptimaBatteries.com. This vehicle maintenance spotlight is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. We had an 88 Lincoln Town Car. That's right, 88 Lincoln Town Car come into the shop last week. Really a not a bad car to work on, but just tough to find parts. It needed a little bit of everything. Four shock absorbers. It was time to overhaul the front suspension. A steering box. Power steering pump. Big bucks. The gentleman was spending big dollars on this car because it was special to him. It had been given to him by his mother-in-law before she passed. And he just wanted to hang on to it and keep it going. When you need parts that are, you know, so many for such an old vehicle, it's hard to find them in one place. Well, actually, that's not true. Found everything I needed at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Went online, sorted out, found what I needed. They had everything. I was able to select from their many brands and make that car work and get it back on the road. And today, Tonino is very happy with his 88 Lincoln Town Car. You can be, too. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. As winter comes to an end. And spring begins. The Car Care Council reminds you that April is National Car Care Month. Time to get your vehicle ready for spring driving and great summer road trips. Here are a few things you should consider. April showers can bring hazardous driving conditions with slick, wet roads. It's really a great time to make sure your brakes, tires, and windshield wipers are ready for the rain. Talking specifically about your brakes, how can you tell if something's wrong? Well, there are a number of signs. If your brakes are spongy or squealing, or if you can't stop without pumping, that's a problem. Other indicators include your car pulling to one side when stopping, your brake pedal sitting lower than normal, and your brakes requiring excessive pressure or grabbing with the least amount of pressure. 
any of these symptoms means you likely need your brakes serviced. For more great tips, videos, and recommended service schedules, visit carcare.org. While you're there, order a free copy of the Car Care Guide for your glove box. That's carcare.org. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight-up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich? No. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving? makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I like that song. Can we hear the whole thing? No, I guess not. Yeah, baby. You know what? Time to go cruise. Maybe we'll take the hot rod out tomorrow and uh, see what see what goes on. I'll, I'll get some dust off the uh, wait, 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 off the wheels. We're here today. You're taking the hot rod out tomorrow. Yeah, I'm here today. I'll take the hot rod out tomorrow. I can. We're do that. here today. <laughs> yeah. So. But you're taking the hot rod out tomorrow. Well, it's only for. So cool. we don't get a ride. It's only for cool people, Tom. Well, why are you driving, why are you driving it? it? Yeah. Well, no, I'll, I'll take Tony. I'll take Tony out for a ride tonight. So we'll go out for a midnight cruise. Anyway, um, I can't think of anybody else that wants to go for a ride. 12,000 hands just went up. Let's uh, let's get over and talk to Charles in Detroit, Texas. Now, Charles, I looked this up. There really is a Detroit, Texas. Yes, sir. <laughs> and you're, you're just down the road from Paris, Texas. Right, and, just east, east of Paris. Right, you're east of Paris, and you're, you're west of Clarksville. Right. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's it's you're either living in a in a, in a monkey's TV show or you're just I don't get it. I just I I never I've never heard of Detroit, Texas. I think that's crazy. So, what's going on, brother? Hey, brother. I got a problem on a 2002 Camry. Okay. Uh, my daughter's car is. She told me the radiator was leaking, and it was. And my brother-in-law and myself, we changed it. We fixed that problem. Crank started it up. Ran fine. Didn't run hot. But as soon as the fans kicked on, it died. Okay. It stalled. No, it died. In about a, about a half a minute, it'll start back up. Can you help me? Every time the fans come on? It'll, Every time. It'll die and not restart? No, no, no. It, it'll restart, but you have to wait about 30 seconds. Did you but have, it will die did you have after the, the fans click on. Did you have the battery disconnected when you did the radiator? Uh, yes, sir, I did. Okay. So what's likely going on, let's start with basics. 
All right. Okay. Before we get into, and obviously I'm going to tell you, I wasn't there, so look around. Is, is something tucked in the wrong spot or connected or half connected? But I don't think so. Radiator on that's pretty easy. It's the two tens or twelves up top. The clamps come out. You know, the trans cooler lines come out. The radiator's out. You transfer over the fan. You've got yes, all sir. you've got all the connections in on the uh, switches that are on the radiator. Is that one switch down the bottom of the radiator, right? Um, uh, was there a switch that you transferred over? Well, I didn't see a switch on the bottom. Okay, but but whatever was there, if there was anything on the radiator, you transferred from one to the other? Yes, sir. Okay. So where I would start with this is it sounds like this is a dirty throttle body. I, I know this sounds weird, all right? But what happens is when you disconnect the battery, it loses its memory on where it is. This vehicle probably has a couple of miles on it. Yes, sir. How many? Uh, I think around about 160, I believe it is. Yeah, that's because everything in Texas is so far apart from everything else. <laughs> you know, you, you guys go for milk, it takes you three hours. Um, so, you know, any idea the last time the throttle body was cleaned ever? Well, no, I don't have any idea, but I'll ask her. Okay. So the uh, throttle the throttle body is, if you, what is, is this the four or the six? Uh, four cylinder. Okay. So you're going to take the air cleaner out that long black hose that leads up to the metal part that's the throttle body where the cable goes yes sir all right you're familiar with carburetors uh somewhat you know carburetors if you turn them over they had that flap that when you when it opened that's what let more air through the right i right. got you okay, okay. Uh -huh. so the throttle plate is the same thing the throttle plate is now it's on a fuel okay. injected car turn that turn that carburetor sideways and bolt it up think of it in terms of where that throttle body is where the cable is that plate where it closes builds up a carbon ridge i see okay all right and if that it, what, what happens is the, the computer aged to that gracefully the theory would be that it aged to that gracefully so it could compensate and adjust for it but now it's lost its memory it's lost its settings you disconnected the battery okay, all right i see so uh -huh. take the air duct off a rag and a little throttle body cleaner. You want to use something rated for throttle bodies. Get down to your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Yeah, They'll yeah, have yeah, something. Sir. I've already got that out there. Okay. okay. Uh -huh. And then clean yeah. the throttle plate on both sides, all right? And um, just just leave the battery terminals. Take both battery terminals off. Leave them disconnected for the better part of three to five minutes and put it together, and you should be good to go. I'll tell you what, Charles. Sit tight for a second. Let me pull over and take this pause, and we'll be right back. Get out of the way. Move. i got to get in there. Ron will be back after his trip to the little mechanic's room. Check us out on Facebook. Ron and Amy and the Car Doctor. The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. <laughs> the Dad Joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs? Because you might step in a poodle. <laughs> and kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. <laughs> and with any luck, funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have anybody to go with. Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. It's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. That's really funny. Hey, Dr. Phil here. I help people solve difficult and trying personal problems every day on my TV show. But there's one problem that just got me stumped. Childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. That's one in five kids who may not know where their next meal is coming from, despite the fact that there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food out there to feed them all. Now, I don't know about you, but that is unacceptable to me. Luckily, the Feeding America network of good people is out there collecting surplus food and giving hope to hungry children and their families at local food banks all across the country. But let's face it, they can't do it without your help. 
Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds. And most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. Or if that resume was from someone who... Worked 12-hour shifts at the recycling company with my dad, who's 72. That taught me a work ethic that I carry with me every day. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone... Growing up where I did, a lot of things could have gotten in the way of my goals. But I learned to push through, and that's what I bring to work every day. So maybe it's time we look beyond the resume and look to grads of life. Discover new ways to develop great talent that are so much more than what's on paper at gradsoflife.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Welcome back. We're on the end of the car, Dr. Charles. You're still there, sir. Charles? Yes, sir. Oh, sir. I'm here. I got a minute, so let, let me just recap this. I think your throttle plate is dirty, so okay. I want you to take the air and cleaner duct off. Uh, yes, take a rag, soak it with a little bit of throttle body cleaner, shoot a little inside the throttle body, gingerly, you know, not all over the place, just and wipe yes. it out. Clean the plate, yes. clean the yes. housing. All right. Yes, sir. Down at the mm -hmm. bottom, down at the bottom of the throttle body, there's going to be a square port opening. That's, okay. the, that's the idle air control motor. That's a little pulse motor that they use to raise and lower the idle speed when it has to be beyond what minimum idle speed setting is. Just, okay. a, just a drop, brother. Not a lot. Just give it a little okay. spritz in that hole. It'll work its All way right. down. Let it sit there and soak. All right? While, yes. that's, while that's soaking, disconnect both battery cables. Both battery cables. Tie the two battery cables together with a jumper wire, not the battery, the battery cables. You're bleeding down the electronic memory of the PCM, okay? Give it 10 minutes. Go have a cup of coffee, all right? Come back, put the battery cables back up, wipe the throttle body out one last time, put it all together with all the accessories, AC, etc. off, start the car up, let it warm up, let it do its thing, let the fans come on, see what happens. If that doesn't work, call me back next week. I'll come up with some other answers for you, but that's where I think you got to be. Till the next time, I'm Ron and Annie in the car, Doctor. Good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See you.